It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Orlando Magic are still looking for that first summer league win and overtime defeat a come from behind loss for the Orlando Magic. None of that matters because Jed Howard sure looks like the shooter the Magic needed for a while. Uh, well, we'll talk all about summer league coming up on today's episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is July 12th as I'm recording it, July 13th as you're listening to it. My name is Philip Rossman. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Orlando Magic fall once again in overtime to the New York Knicks. We'll break down why the Magic lost the game, some of the little concerning parts that we should talk about, but the main point of today's episode is Jet Howard looks like the shooter the Magic have been looking for. We'll get into what he did well and how he really changed the game, both for, for the better and for the worse. Uh, on today's episode, plus go through the final box scores, we get ready for the final stretch of summer league games. Just two summer league games left. Yes, we will probably see Kai Soto on tomorrow's on in tomorrow's game. So um, if you're looking for Kai Soto stuff, just wait for tomorrow. Uh, wait for a Thursday. Um, we'll get to that coming up here in just a moment. First, we want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked On podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Just search for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. The Orlando Magic looked like they were cruising to a victory. Um, you know, they had a really strong first quarter. The bench came in, struggled a little bit in the second quarter, but the Magic seemed like they were getting ready to zoom ahead of the New York Knicks in the third quarter. They took a, as much as a 13-point lead. They led by nine after three quarters. It felt like the matter it was 11 after three quarters, excuse me. It felt like the Magic just had to kind of keep doing the things that they were doing, and we would be able to celebrate a win in what I – and pretty safe to say is probably Anthony Black and Jet Howard's last game. We'd be able to kind of to, to say, okay, they played some really tough opponents. This, you know, we know this roster has flaws. They played together. They did the things they needed to do. They played hard. All the all the little things that we check off and get the nice little carrot and the nice little reward of a win. Um, that's what we want to see. As much as winning doesn't necessarily matter. Winning is nice. I'm not going to deny that. And I want to see when it's like I say, when the team's tanking, if you're in a position to win, I do expect you to win. I, I may not expect you to win every game, but when you are in that position to win, I do expect you to do the things you need to do to win. But like the beginning of the second quarter, the start of the fourth quarter started off really bad for the magic. 
Um, it wasn't necessarily that New York was hitting a lot of shots. It wasn't even that New York was getting a lot of offensive rebounds. It was that the Magic were not executing. The Magic were honestly play, like, playing at half speed, not maybe even giving in the full effort that we need to see in these moments. The Magic were just making a lot of bad decisions. Turnovers were a huge story in this game as Orlando committed more than 20 in the game. Anthony Black had five on his own. Uh, a lot of balls, a lot of basketballs just getting knocked out of his hands. A lot of strips, a lot of fouling from the Magic. It was just everything that you have to do to give up a lead. That's what the Magic did. And look, the Knicks left the door open. They missed a ton of free throws. They missed a lot of bunnies around the basket, even with the offensive rebounding. The Magic fought, and, and the size thing is real. And yeah, I know Kai Soto is sitting on the bench, but even a lot of the commenters would tell me Kai Soto needs to improve as a rebounder, so I don't know if that helps very much. Um, but the Magic's lack of rebounding and lack of forward size. It's not center size. DJ Wilson is plenty big for a center. Dexter, uh, uh, Robert Baker is plenty big for a center. The Magic don't have a power forward on this roster. Caleb Houston was playing the four. He sat out this game. Um, who, who played the four? Like, Jet Howard, Anthony Black were essentially playing the four. I think it was Dexter Dennis got the got the opening minutes of power forward or defending the other team's power forward in this game. So, look, rebounding was always going to be a struggle with this team. And, and I do think that has ultimately hurt the things that we need to see and ultimately hurt the magic with how hot Jet Howard was and making sure they get him the ball. They couldn't get rebounds, get out in transition. That's what helped them build the lead, and that's what helped kind of collapse the lead as well. It was just a lot of poor execution. And look, we're three games into this thing. I'm not expecting perfect execution. I'm not expecting perfect shot making. But the Magic really have struggled all week long getting into the paint to set themselves up. Those paint touches, those those paint drives aren't happening with consistency. Um, and that includes from Anthony Black. Like, Anthony Black has done a lot of really good things. I think he controls the pace of the game really, really well. He's really good at probing and, and kind of setting himself up in the lane, but he has been or hasn't shown the explosion to get to the basket and finish. He hasn't shown the ability to draw everyone in and kick back out consistently. Um, and certainly no one else on the roster has shown that either. Um, we'll get into the box score here. I thought Quindari Weatherspoon had a decent game. But he also made a lot of mistakes where, yeah, he was looking to score. He was looking to take the shot. He wasn't necessarily passing the ball. Tiger Campbell, I think, does a lot of really good things. He's a really good player, but at his size, he struggles to kick back out from the paint. And, and that's been a – this has been the consistent problem with this team. A lot of this Magic's team's problem is roster construction. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and deny that, and so – we take all these criticisms and all these things with a little bit of a grain of salt. This team is playing with one arm behind its back. No power forwards on the roster against big, big teams. You're playing small forwards and shooting guards at power forward. You're not able to get out and transition consistently enough. You're not able to rebound consistently enough. DJ Wilson's doing a great job protecting point blocking shots. I don't think he's necessarily played poorly, but he's also not all the way at the level that the Magic are going to need. And, and certainly, you know, I think rebounding is going to continue to be a concern for the main roster, to be perfectly honest. Wendell Carter's a solid rebounder. Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner both need to improve re uh, as rebounders. Um, Anthony Black and Cole Anthony are great rebounders for guards. I think Markel Fultz is a good rebounder as, as a guard, but 
the Magic are big, but they don't have size. And, and I do think that is a, a problem as we think about the regular season roster and about the real roster for this team. At the end of the day, the Magic still had their chances to win. Um, you know, they struggled to get Jed Howard the ball. He scored, uh, I think it was 19 of his 22 points in the first half. Um, we'll talk more about Jed Howard here in a minute. Um, the Magic struggled to get Jed Howard the ball. The Knicks did a really good job denying him. That opened up lanes for Quindari Weatherspoon to have a big scoring game, to, to for other players to, to, to get going. But again, in the fourth quarter, that ball stuck. And the, and the Magic turned it over. And of course, the Magic found themselves down by two late. They were able to force overtime on, on Anthony Black's putback of Jet, of Jet Howard's missed three-pointer. In overtime, it was a lot of the same problems, though. Orlando settling for pull-up mid-range jumpers, the Magic turning the ball over, the Magic giving up offensive rebounds, which led to the led to the three that that put the, that that made the Knicks dormy. Um, Howard was able to hit a three to, uh, no, it was yeah. Howard was able to hit a three to tie the game up, make it next next basket wins. But Orlando was just always too spread out and not able to do the simple things really well. And again, this this roster just some of it is this roster, some of it's personnel. Some of it's the inexperience. Some of it is in a do-or-die situation. Sometimes a guy's going to make a tough shot or make make a tough play. Um, and again, it's we all hope to see someone emerge as the Magic's two-way contract player off this roster. And there are still some interesting players and players that I think will end up on Osceola and end up in the G League. But no one is really standing out. And like I said, after the last game, we could kind of begin to see some of the flaws, especially in Anthony Black here in these last two games, especially in this game. Jet Howard had a really strong showing. We'll talk about him in a minute. Um, but overall, it, it's tough to win and come together when so many things aren't optimized. And I think that's, you know, we have to take a lot of grains of salt with the Summer League because this team isn't optimized for the guys that we really care about. They're still standing out. They're still showing. I always say this about Summer League. It's not about finding out who can play. It's about finding out who can't play. Jed Howard, Anthony Black can play. They're not getting overwhelmed. They're not, they don't look lost out there. They're finding their games. They're doing good things. Ultimately, I'm not happy the Magic are 0-3 in this Summer League. Um, I think they had a real good chance to win that Detroit game and, and didn't take care of their business. Um, I thought they had a, they, they should have won this game against the Knicks. I'm not happy that they're losing games, but at the end of the day, that stuff doesn't matter. What I am happy about, what I am pleased with, is Anthony Black and Jed Howard do look like they'll be players. It's easy to see what roles they can play on this Magic team, ways that they can still grow. The fact that it, it's certainly believable that they can grow in those key areas, and that's what really matters, and that's what the conclusion should be out of Summer League. If I am betting, I am betting this is the last time we see Anthony Black and Jed Howard I, I certainly don't think they'll play on Thursday's game since it's a back-to-back. I think we will see them see them both kind of take take the day off. Um, would not surprise me if DJ Wilson also gets a rest, and we, we do get to see uh, both Robert Baker and, and Kai Soto at that center spot um, and, and see the rest of this roster uh, really get a get a chance that 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 maybe some guys have been kind of in and out haven't really gotten. But having said that, the future is about what works for the regular season, and what we saw from Jet Howard was really impressive because it was completely replicable for what's coming in the fall. We'll talk about Jet Howard, what we've seen from him since we haven't gotten to him as much coming up in just a moment. But today's podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, 
we all have moments in our lives when we need help. Like, it's okay. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It is a sign of strength to know yourself so much to reach out and say, hey, I need to talk through these emotions. I need to talk through this scenario in my life. I need someone in my corner who can give me guidance, who can make me think maybe about a problem from a different perspective. That's all therapy really is. It's an opportunity to kind of share the load with someone who is in your corner, ready to listen and ready to help you find the answer, find the solution, find the cause of whatever seems to be troubling you. And we've, therapy is absolutely beneficial. I've done therapy at several moments in my life. It has been a godsend for me. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, please give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's the beauty of BetterHelp. If one is not working for you, if it's not clicking with you, you can always find another one. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash locked on NBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So obviously, you know, when we were talking about the draft way back in June, so long ago, not even a month ago, um, when we were in the draft process, we all kind of assumed that the Magic would spend at least one of their draft picks on a shooter. Um, We know shooting is one of the biggest needs for the Orlando Magic. They need a guy that they can rely on who can just be a constant threat from deep. Just be a, just, they need a guy who defenses just have to account for. Have to just know where he's at, and 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 that just opens up space for everyone. Just they need a guy with some gravity. Terrence Ross, for as poor of a shooter as he was at times, a 31, 32% three-point shooter, had gravity. And, and, and you'll hear me say this all the time: your ability as a three-point shooter is not just about your ability to hit threes, it's about your ability to make defenses think you can hit threes. And that's something the magic have desperately missed. That's something the magic have desperately needed. And finding that in the draft is always tricky because, you know, rookies need time to adjust to the league. But the Magic needed to find it. And what we've seen from Jet Howard through the course of the Summer League, and especially Wednesday's game against the New York Knicks, is that Jet Howard, is that the Magic may have finally found that shooting that they have so desperately needed. They may have finally found a guy who can just get hot, who can hit shots, who can hit shots off the dribble and set himself up for three as much as find three-pointers off rotations, off ball reversals. Every time the Knicks left Howard open and the ball found its way to him, that was me snapping my finger if you didn't hear it, um, you knew that shot was going in. 
that's something the Magic have needed so much. And, you know, honestly, I, I don't even think necessarily about the shots that he made. And he made some, some big ones. He had, a, he had a step back three. He had a pull up three. He had a couple dribble moves that set himself up for a shot. And look, he's still got work to do. He's got to get better finishing off the dribble. He's got to get better finishing at the rim. There, there are still, you know, he was feeling himself. He was confident in this game and it showed. But I still think about the shots that, I, I still think about a shot opportunity he didn't get and a shot that he didn't make. Um, as really kind of indicative of what the Jet Howard effect could be. With, the Magic were down by two with 7.2 seconds left in Wednesday's game. And Orlando was trying desperately to set up a play to get Howard the ball at the top of the key. Um, they're trying to set up Howard to take the game-winning three-pointer, which is exactly what you want to see in that situation. Um, if there's a big complaint that Magic fans should have about this game, it's that with the Magic, I think it was the Magic down by one, um, they set up a pick and roll between Quindari Weatherspoon and DJ Wilson. Quindari Weatherspoon ended up taking a short jumper and missing. Look, I don't care about winning or losing these games. If I'm going to lose a game, it needs to be on Anthony Black's shot. It needs to be on Anthony Black's shoulders. And I get it. Anthony Black isn't a jump shooter, so that really limits him a little bit. But you need... You need to give these guys. You need to give the key players that late game, uh, that late game practice, and that's that's literally what the Magic did, trying to get Howard the ball. So if you go back and watch that play, the Magic are trying to inbound the ball to Howard. The Knicks are switching every screen, and as Howard moves, you can see the defense move with him. They are desperate to keep the ball out of out of Howard's hands, and if Black had waited just a split second more, he would have had Howard. They, the Magic, I think Dylan Murphy actually ran a really good play here. Set up a little mini elevator screen at the top of the key for Howard. And it just took a hair too long to develop because it's summer league and no one knows how to execute anything. Um, it took a hair too long to develop and the Magic had to burn a timeout. So coming out of that timeout, what did the Magic do? They set Howard up in the backcourt with 7.2 seconds left again and make sure that he gets the ball. And Howard, honestly, he misses the shot but did a really good job setting himself up with a, with, with a good look for three. He missed a shot. Anthony Black's able to get the rebound and tip it in. The gravity that Howard created with every movement that he made, especially knowing that it was only a two-point game and that a three wins it, that the gravity Howard created is exactly what the Magic need. They need a guy that everyone on the defense is watching that everyone on defense knows is a threat and a threat from outside. You know, we'll, we'll do the full box score review here coming up, but Howard finished the game with 22 points, eight for 17 shooting four for eight from deep. It was two for three from the foul line, missing a technical free, technical foul H had three turnovers. So, you know, still some, still some issues uh, there overall though, Howard's three point shooting and Howard's shooting threat was the story of the game. The Magic turned the ball over because they couldn't get the ball, you know, because Howard created enough attention for other guys to try and score, and they struggled to score, and they struggled to create, and they struggled to find Howard or get him open the rest of the game. When the offense was flowing and moving, it was finding Jet Howard. Now, look, again, Summer League is about figuring out a player's weaknesses, too. And, and especially uh, these these younger players figuring out the limitations of their games. Howard's going to struggle off the dribble. And, and I think we could sit here and say through three games, 
Anthony Black and Jet Howard, at least right now as they are, are not stars in this league. They should not be your main creators. They should not be your main scorers. This team is 0-3 with them doing that. And, and look, I think that the Magic have generally played better with both Black and, and Howard on the floor. The Magic starting group, you know, with, with especially the trio of Black, Howard, and Wilson, have done pretty well. Um, so, uh, you know, in this game, Howard was minus six. He played a lot with those bench units in the second and fourth quarters that gave up the lead. Uh, Wilson was plus 12. Black was plus nine. And I didn't think Anthony Black played a great game. Um, the Magic are generally winning the minutes when they're, when they're veteran, when they're two rookies and the veteran center are out on the floor. So as much as, you know, we want to bang on DJ Wilson for not being a great rebounder, which he isn't, um, the Magic generally win those minutes and, and we're generally better on better with DJ Wilson on the floor tonight. Uh, and, and again, Magic generally better with Black and, and Howard on the floor as well. You know, and again, I, I'll, you know, it's, it, it, they're doing fine. They look fine. They'll be fine when we get to the NBA. What the, what the Magic are asking them to do in Summer League is not all of what they're going to be asked to do on the regular roster. However, what Howard was able to do and the way Howard played on Wednesday is exactly what the Magic are going to ask him to do and exactly how he's going to play. And that is promising that the Magic may finally have a shooter that is of this caliber to be that kind of a threat. Again, we'll see how it translates when it leaves Las Vegas because what happens in Vegas sometimes stays in Vegas. But overall, I think we could say that Anthony Black and Jet Howard have shown enough to make us confident for the upcoming season. We'll go through the rest of the box score, talk about the rest of this game coming up here in just a moment. But first, let me tell you a little bit about bird dogs. You know, I had ordered a couple bird dogs pants. You know, I was in the market for some for some new slacks, and you know, I'm always kind of looking for something new. I've heard of bird dogs before, and I was just like, let me take a look at their selection. And, you know, I knew that they made shorts and they made kind of like swimwear type shorts, but I was really impressed with the selection of not just shorts, but of pants, of like long slacks that they have too. They look like khaki shorts and I'm always looking for comfort when I go to work sometimes, uh, all the time, because, you know, no one likes to be, you know, kind of bottled up and, and stiff stiff there. And so I was like, you know, let me buy some of these, these khakis, these slacks and see if I can pull it off at work. And guess what? You can. These are the kind of pants that are not just comfortable, but they look good and they look a lot nicer. If you've told someone that they were from Bird Dogs, they might look at you funny. Of course, you can also get great shorts as well from Bird Dogs. They're comfortable for any occasion, with liners or without, uh, for any occasion. I wore some on the, gol- on the golf course. I wore one to Universal. You can wear them anywhere. That's what's great about Bird Dogs. And you can get some great, great selection of Bird Dogs pants from Bird Dogs directly. It's it's a really, really great product. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA or enter promo code locked on NBA. And you can also get a free Yeti style tumbler in addition to checking out some great and stylish looking pants. They have this great, this fabric that's super, super comfortable, stretches really well, especially here in the Florida heat, keeps it cool, uh, absorbs all that sweat, all that, all that good stuff. So you get that plus the Yeti style tumbler. What more could you ask for? That's birddogs.com slash locked on NBA or promo code locked on NBA for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. 
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's close out this game against the New York Knicks because, again, there's not a whole lot more to say. I've said what I need to say about Anthony Black and, and Jed Howard. Um, let's close it out by going through the final box score. Um, you know, I do think that we're, we're starting to see a little bit more of some of the other players on this Magic roster and, and potentially some of the guys that the Magic could bring in as two-way contract players. And look, there were some good and some interesting performances, and then there were some iffy performances as well. And, you know, it, it, it's... Things are really still struggling to come together for this team. And 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 again, it, this isn't a great summer league team. It, it, we kind of looked at the roster and said there's not enough size. That's really showing out. Um, Jed Howard leads the team in scoring with 22 points, 8 for 17 shooting, 4 for 8 from deep. We've gone over him. Uh, Anthony Black, 8 points, 3 for 10 shooting, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, but 5 turnovers. The 5 turnovers were really killer. I, I do think that there was a big concern um, but the way those turnovers happen, you know, we were kind of, I was kind of talking with someone online and said, you know, I wasn't really worried about the seven turnovers uh, against the Pistons on Saturday because a lot of them were just aggressive turnovers and just kind of expected summer league turnovers. This game had turnovers that carried over a little bit from uh, Tuesday's game and some of the problems in Tuesday's game um, and just a repeated problem where the ball just kept getting knocked out of his hands. Um, he would drive, ball would get stripped from him. He would dribble, ball would get knocked away. Those are really bad turnovers, and, and that's a little bit concerning, especially as a point guard. Um, I love the way that Anthony Black controls pace. Like, he's really good at keeping his pace and, and not looking sped up. Um, and so I think that part of the equation is really, really good for him. Um, but I want to see him explode. I want to see him, like, burst to the basket a little bit more. And, and we haven't seen him, like, really kind of kind of turn that dial up and, and really mix his speeds effectively. Um, DJ Wilson, I thought, had a decent game. Seven points, four rebounds, two assists, four blocks, just three for seven shooting. Look, DJ Wilson, at this point, like he's a veteran. He knows where to be. The Magic certainly value that with their rookie players, and so I think that's why he is playing. Um, but he's not an NBA player. Um, let's let, let's be real. He's there to support and help, and help the players uh, on the roster and, and the players that we care about um, just to be solid. The Magic know exactly what they're getting in DJ Wilson. They know exactly, he knows exactly where to be, really isn't trying to do much more than that. He may not be effective at it, but he's not trying to do much more than that. That's why DJ Wilson's playing. And look, he did some good things, but overall, um, just again, just a, a game, you know, in a tight game like this, a better player there is going to gonna help you help you win. Um, Quindary Weatherspoon, I thought had a decent, had a really good game. 17 points, 7 for 13 shooting, 7 rebounds, 7 turnovers. Um Quindari was trying to showcase it a little bit. Uh, not not going to lie there. Um, I thought he did get into his jumper really, really well. I thought he did show that scoring ability that he has. Um, I also think he was looking for his shot a little bit too much. Um, you know, three steals, so he defended well, but 
seven turnovers, a lot of that just from forcing uh, forcing action and for, trying to forcing his, force his way to the basket or just being just really sloppy with the ball. Um, you know, again, so that's your two guards, your two starting guards at 12 of your 21 turnovers. Um, that's going to be hard to win when you're turning the ball, when, you're, when your lead guards are turning the ball over like that. Um, look, what I like about what we've seen from Anthony Black and Jet Howard so far is it doesn't feel like they're forcing action. It doesn't feel like they're forcing too much, um, which I think is ultimately a very good thing. It doesn't feel like they're trying to do too much. Kundari Weatherspoon was trying to do too much in this game. And look, some of it was effective. I'm not going to deny that. I thought he had a nice game. Some of it was effective, but he made a lot of mistakes, especially down the stretch, that, again, cost the team the game. Uh, we got to see a little bit of Dexter Dennis, nine points, three for five, shooting two for three from deep. I thought he defended decently well, um, got got a couple threes to go down. Uh, I would like to see more of him. I do think Dexter Dennis is an interesting player. Um, we got to see Adis Tony for the first time, only two points, but five rebounds. Thought he played really, really well defensively, two blocks. Uh, I'd like to see more of him. Um, Robert Baker, there's stuff you like about him and then stuff that is just like, whatever. Two points, one for four shooting, five rebounds. So solid on, on the glass. You know, his size is real. He, he can block, he can contest shots decently well, um, but the offensive game just isn't there. And so it's it's really not worth talking too much more about. Uh, finally, Tiger Campbell, eight points, three for six shooting, two for two from deep. Um, I like Tiger Campbell. I think he's a good player. I think that, you know, he knows how to make up for his size in a lot of ways, but to be successful at the NBA level at his size, and like he is 5'11", if that, um, to be successful at his size, you need to be elite at creating separation or you need to be elite at finishing at the basket. Uh, and he's just neither of those. Um, he might be good in the G league, certainly would be fine playing overseas. I, I, I really, I, and I think he played, he's playing with great energy. It's not that he's playing poorly. I'm, I'm not sitting here saying he's playing poorly. Um, you know, you notice him when he's out there, he is playing his, he is playing hard and trying to do everything he can, but uh, but I think you're. I think he just doesn't have the NBA touch at this at this point. I, I think that's 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 pretty safe to say. Um, the Orlando Magic fall in New York Knicks, eighty-two to eighty in overtime. Score doesn't matter. Um, uh, eighty-two to eighty in overtime. They're zero and three in summer league. They'll play the Portland Trailblazers on Thursday. Um, it is not their final summer league game. They will play one more additional summer league game. Uh, just to kind of. Preview that. I do expect that Jed Howard and Anthony Black are done for Summer League. Caleb Houston sat out this game. Kevon Harris only played that first game. They certainly saw all they need to see from Kevon Harris. Um, so I do suspect that that we're done with Summer League for Anthony Black and Jed Howard. So the players that I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of Summer League, I want to see more Dexter Dennis. I want to see Audis Tony. I think both of those guys are kind of the size and defensive-minded guards that the Magic alike. Um, Adi's Tony never really got into rhythm offensively in this game, but you can see his defensive energy, uh, Dexter Dennis, I didn't think played enough to really kind of get into that, into that. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing them play. I'm a big Drake Jeffries guy. I like his shooting ability. I want to see Drake Jeffries play. He has not played very much in summer league. And then of course you got Kai Soto, um, who has not played yet. Obviously there's a lot of people very interested in Kai Soto, um, it would have been nice maybe to see what what a seven foot three guy could do. I would have liked to see him get some of those backup center minutes. The Magic do want to, I think, did want to take a really hard look at Robert Baker. He was with Lakeland last year. I think they were considering him with a two way contract. I, I am honestly not seeing 
uh, Robert Baker being worth a two-way spot at, at this juncture, although I do think he will probably get in Exhibit 10 and be invited to training camp. We'll see if Kai Soto can displace that. Um, again, it'll be without Anthony Black, without Jet Howard, and you know we'll see if if Kai Soto is is worth the hype or whether he's you know just just kind of there. Um, he is going to play tomorrow. That there there's pretty strong reporting that that will be the case. That 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 he will play these final two summer league games. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Match. Of course, find me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in. Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the way still podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. Relay on the Orlando Magic. Be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can, of course, follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. On tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic for my everyday crew, we're going to chat about the Magic Summer League game against Portland Trailblazers. Get ready for some deep Summer League roster thoughts. It'll be exciting, I promise. We'll try and make it fun. We'll get to that on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross from Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.